Hello again! As always, transcripts for this and all episodes are posted in the show notes and on my Twitter and Facebook pages. This is a short mini-episode this week because there are not one, but two different online conferences of autistics teaching about autism next week. Both, as of recording on October 13th, you can still register for, and which are free or very inexpensive. So this episode is sharing info for these conferences, who is running them, who is speaking, and how to register, plus a bit about why this autistic perspective is so important for effective practice in education and counseling especially. To be clear, I am in no way involved in either conference. I am just incredibly excited for these and highly, highly recommend them, especially if you are not autistic and want to get an actually accurate idea of what autism is like from the inside. When I first got the email through work about one of these conferences, I admit I shuddered a bit. My experience with autism trainings for college or... (laughs) really any setting, has not been what you would call good. Which honestly is a big reason why I do this podcast and was so excited to consult with Interact, which in addition to covering all my expenses for producing this show, also sets me up running other trainings and presentations, because they are hugely supportive of this model of learning from people with lived experiences. I have seen so many people at trainings share their touching story of how they had a family member with autism and how this encouraged them to study it. But then they come out with statements that make it clear they've only ever looked at autistics as a specimen, examining what we do, never considering actually asking any of us why we do or enjoy certain things, and seemingly without even stopping to think about it themselves, as a lot of this frankly seems pretty obvious. And the findings they share, often for CEU credits for therapists, have ranged from just wrong but unimportant to horrifically harmful. I just got a flyer yesterday for a training for CEU credit for teachers that used meltdown and tantrum interchangeably, which is incredibly problematic and leads to autistics being punished in school for when we black out or lose body control and have it treated as a behavioral problem instead. I get a little twitchy accordingly anytime I see autism trainings advertised. But amazingly, both of these conferences, including one I was referred to through work and sent to all the employees as a recommendation, are all about autistic speakers sharing their perspective. First up, especially for listeners from the UK, on Monday the 18th of October 2021, we have the Park Critical Autism Studies Autumn Conference. ARC stands for the Participatory Autism Research Collective, which is an autistic-led organization chaired by Dr. Damien Milton that connects autistics, including scholars, activists, and others, together with researchers and practitioners to foster greater involvement of autistic people in autism research. The conference is also produced in partnership with London South Bank University. This online conference is entirely free and has a great lineup of autistic scholars. Now, this will be an adventure for me, as with the time difference, it will be 4 a.m. to 9 a.m. in my time zone. But the great thing about online conferences is I can attend from my bedroom. I'm especially excited for Dr. Monique Botha's Critical Realism, Community Psychology, and the Autism, a Philosophy and Practice of Science with Social Justice in Mind. Also, Dr. Amy Pearson's Towards an Autistic Social Psychology. Though, really, the whole lineup is great. 
As a side note, both of them are on Twitter and awesome people to follow. I'll be tagging them in my post about this episode on my Twitter page under Actually Autistic Educator to be able to easily find them. I will also be posting links to registration pages for both conferences on both my Twitter and Facebook pages as part of my post for this episode and in the transcript. Second, we have Understanding Autism Through the Actually Autistic Lens, a three-day conference running from October 19th through 21st done by the TRIO Training Academy at Penn State University in the U.S. You can pay $20, or people have sponsored the cost for others, so you can even self-select free when registering. For three days of quality content, this is frankly ridiculously well-priced regardless. This entire conference is focused on the autistic perspective of autism, and presenters include a huge array of people I already follow on social media and love their work. It is incredibly great to see Penn State rolling out this sort of programming. It feels like more and more academic spaces are really recognizing the serious, concrete benefits that the autistic perspectives bring to our understanding of autism. Jules Edwards of Autistic Typing, who I recommend following and is on both Twitter and Facebook, is presenting Integrating Indigenous Knowledge with Modern Supports, regarding culturally responsive care, which is a very important topic that you don't see nearly considered enough when talking about autistics. I'm also really excited for Our Non-Speaking and Non-Thinking Synonyms by Gregory Tino and Brian Fodi, two non-speaking autistics who will be sharing about apraxia and motor challenges, along with discussions about presumptions of competence. Also, Forget Behavior, Understanding Autistic Cognition by Osman Latimer, and a bunch more all sound great too. I want to highlight at least the titles of the others I'm really excited for, and the list was really just the whole lineup. I will be tweeting about these as I go next week, so follow me on Twitter at Actually Autistic Educator, and I hope to see some of you there. If not, at minimum, I know the Penn State Conference will be recorded and made available after the fact for viewing. I've been having group discussions online for a class lately, and it's been interesting seeing the themes. When asked to find blog posts about autism, a majority of non-autistics pick non-autistic parents or teachers writing about their perspective of working or living with an autistic. Because that's the most relatable perspective for them, a non-autistic viewing autism from the outside rather than going direct to the autistic source, who is likely more different from them. It reminds me in literature, the popular trope of making a movie or a story that in theory is about a marginalized or oppressed group, but with the main character inevitably being usually a white cis straight abled man, though sometimes a white woman. The idea is that this character serves as the audience perspective, it centers them in a story that otherwise wouldn't, thus making it more likely to be popular. This is super common regarding race, but I've also seen three movies from the last couple of years use this trope regarding queerness or disability too. To be clear, this is not a good thing, but it is incredibly common. Going back to the double empathy problem we talked about in the last episode, just about all people find it easiest to communicate with people who think, act, and speak similarly to themselves. It makes sense. But this often means subconsciously seeking out perspectives that don't challenge us to grow and learn. 
And for people with different intersections of privilege, it can mean perpetuating these inequalities and misunderstandings. It's not enough to claim that it's just that the only people in the room happen to look a lot like you already, so that's who you listen to. Fun fact, that is exactly how systemic inequality gets perpetuated. The more power, authority, or privilege that you have, the more you should be looking at whose voices have been excluded or spoken over and actively seek them out and uplift them. Like we talked about in episode one with Gigi, look for diverse voices who are already doing the work to share their knowledge and then learn from them. Also, pay them, share their work, or use other ways to show support. When you go to learn something new, ask if the perspective you were drawn to is the most accurate or just the easiest for you. While I love sharing my perspective about autism in this podcast, it's important to note that it's exactly that, my perspective. There are so many autistics out there, and we intersect with so many other different social groups outside the expected stereotypes. It's incredibly important to listen to a wide variety of autistics from different backgrounds and with different ways autism presents for them to get a truly authentic experience. I try to uplift and include other autistic voices, both as guests, uh, researchers, and through sharing or recommending their pages or posts. But I'm incredibly excited to get to listen directly to so many others share their perspectives next week. Hope some of you can join me, but even if not, I challenge you to think critically about who you're following on social media. Whose perspectives do you tend to reach for first? we can all benefit from gaining a broader perspective. As always, thanks for listening and see you November 1st for our next full episode. This podcast is produced in conjunction with Interact, the International Alliance for Care and Threat Teams, supporting your day-to-day -day work in counseling, disability services, student conduct, law enforcement, care and threat teams, and diversity, equity, and inclusion. Check us out at interact, that's I-N-T-E-R-A-C-T-T dot org.